Welcome, welcome, welcome to Interesting Enough. He is Trey Samuel. I am Nolan Todd. Thank you guys so much for listening and joining us once again. Um, If this is your first time, please go ahead and like and subscribe to Apple, to Spotify. Obviously, follow us on Instagram and social media to see what we got going on, what we're going to drop for you. Uh, Trey, man, what's going on? Not much, man. How are you doing today? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? We had the holiday weekend last week. We got a we had a short week. Now we got to, you know, get, get back to the grind. So I'm happy about that. Um, you know, obviously, we're basketball fiends, so we're going to talk about the summer league and stuff going on in a little bit. Um, and a couple things with music. You know, we got a lot of stuff going on there, you know, in terms of album dropping, things like that. But, Trey, before we get to it, what's going on? I mean, we, we've kind of stayed away from this topic. We've kind of stayed away from the the baby daddy situation topic uh, for a couple of weeks, but we, we hearing about it too much, man. What, what, give us a little bit of the backstory of what's going on with this and where do we go from here with this? Where, where did this story even originate from? Okay, so it's a uh, TikTok that somebody made maybe like two, maybe let's say two or three weeks ago, uh, a female made a TikTok and in it, her baby daddy was coming to deliver some McDonald's for his kid. Now this mother, she has kids um that are not um this baby daddy's kids as well she so she has some mm-hmm. other kids from other men maybe like three or four the baby daddy in this situation though was only coming to bring his kids mcdonald's his kid i should say mcdonald's so he came i think with like a, a mcdouble and a small fry or something like that and she took the bag and she threw it in the street and she threw the soda in the street and she was recording all she was recording the whole interaction while she threw the food in the street and she was like Oh, he's not going to eat that because you're not bringing something for the rest of my kids. What about the rest of them? They got to eat too. So then that really started a whole internet storm about should the father be bringing food for all the kids, even though he's only has one kid that is by him mm-hmm. or was he in the right for bringing food for only that one kid and was she just making a fool of herself? I think that was just the whole thing that was going on in the internet. Okay. So what I want to say about it, first of all, it's not funny, but what I want to <laughs> say is, all the stuff that I saw online, whether it was like the remakes of it or stuff like that, I got to be honest, they were hilarious. I just got to be honest. They were hilarious to actually see people remaking it and stuff like that and whether they agree with it or not. But I mean, I'm just going, obviously, I thought this stuff was pretty obvious, but let's, come on, man. We've been, we've been, that's a little whack. It's a little whack to be bringing food, not for all the kids, and just bringing food for just your kid, even though it's not the rest of them kids and not your kids. And the way I, and I'll swing to you, try to say, but the way I look at it is, you gotta, let's just be fair. If you was going to a birthday party, you wouldn't just bring food or, or uh, something like that just for just your kid, right? You would make sure you have it for the rest of the kids. Like, this isn't any different in this scenario. Like, I feel like that's just being petty. Like, I'm gonna be but, real. I feel like it's Okay, just but being hold on, hold on. Let me, let me, let me interject real quick. Okay. What if how, we don't know how often he's doing it? What if he's doing this every day? Like this is an everyday thing because he's really trying to be a part That's of even his worse. kids' life. So no, no, hold up. So I got to bring food for four or five kids. Cause I know I she she not on that. She said how many she had. I don't remember. It was like three or okay. four kids, whatever. So I have to bring food for three or four kids, including mine, every day. Okay, but let, let's be fair. I mean, let's put the let's be realistic about the scenario. What in what situation if the kids are living with her that he's bringing food at the same time every day if the kids don't live with him? I don't think that's like really a realistic example. But, no, I don't think so either. But I'm just okay. saying. I'm just trying to. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm being okay. So, advocate. but even if somebody is going to refute that and be like, "That's what I do," this is how you do it. 
if you if you want to do it, first of all, I, I'm gonna just be on record. Don't stop being cheap, man. Because and I'm gonna be honest with you. If without even looking at this video, unfortunately, I know what the I know what the man looks like. I know he looks like I know he looks like us, Trey. I know I know it's gonna be. A, I know that's a black man to do something like this. Unfortunately, hey man, at least he's involved. Okay, he's trying to be involved. <laughs> that's right. But here's what I'll say. Here's a I got a solution for those who are saying, "Oh yeah, I'm not doing that." This and that. Well, first of all, I got I got some more questions for you outside of that. But if you are one of the people that wants to do this, I got your simple solution. This is how you get it done. You got a kid, right? Instead of you bringing the food to the kid where the other kids see it, you got to make sure they don't see it, right? So if you don't want them to see it, you pick up your kid. You but take he offered kid. to do that in the video. Nah. Oh, okay. So and, wait, so I'm getting details. So he offered to pick up the the yeah. So the I should say that in the video okay. he said, "Hey, if you don't want him to eat in front of the rest of them, I understand. Can you at least let him come to my car so he can eat it." Nah, not come to the car, dog. Nah, uh, like you got to make it more of a like pick up the kid. Y'all go do something, and then like, all right, we maybe he was on lunch break. I don't know. No, I'm just, I'm just okay. Saying. But at the end of the day, I know kids are kids, but kids aren't dumb, man. You can't just pick up the kid, take him to your car, do drop what you're gonna do, drive down the block and sneak the food. Like, first of all, kids are gonna be kids. It's it's gonna be like they're gonna tell that you if you think that kid isn't gonna mention to the other kids that he ate. In what world is that not going to happen anyway? So the kids are still going to find out. And then it's still going to be a discussion regardless of how it is. So I, that's why I feel like you need to make it an activity where you're like, okay, we, I'm going to take my kid or whatever, and then we're going to do some things, whatever, and then we're going to go. Even if the activity is just y'all going out to eat, that's y'all thing y'all do every day. That Make that the activity where it's like maybe even it's, even it's a, a part of the norm. That way it's just not in front of the other kids' faces. Now, even if we say, Trey, we don't, if it's just on your lunch break or something like that, you, we got to figure out a different way, man. Like, are we, are we really being that cheap? I mean... What is it? If you bring your kid McDonald's, you tell me you can't get the other kids a McChicken or something like that. What are we doing right now? Like, what are we talking about? Like, hey, man, it, it can't be a financial thing. It's, it's petty. No, personally, me, I would do that. But look, at the same at the same time, man, I don't know what his living circumstances are. He might be like paycheck to paycheck, and it might be like, man, this is all I could do for you. So I'm trying to just take care of my kid. I can't take care of three or four kids because I didn't sleep with you to have three or four kids. Okay, I got another solution then. It, it, let's say we're playing devil's advocate, of course. We don't know the guy or whatever. But let's say... Yeah, we don't know nothing the, about this. Let's say that's the case. We we just going to say this is the perfect storm of scenario where this guy is budgeting all the money, Trey, right? Like, he is down to every single dollar. He can't afford not a dollar over budget between his bills and getting that kid that exact meal because he knows how much it costs with taxes and everything, right? He got to be perfect. There's nothing yeah. he can mess up. Okay. If that's the case, then you got to have that discussion with the baby mother, right? And like, hey... I'm not trying to be messed up. I'm not trying to be green, whatever the case may be. I just can't afford to be feeding the three or four kids and I only got my one kid or whatever the amount is. So maybe it's like, hey, if you want me to get food for the kids, can you pitch in? Can you leave me a little money? Can you leave money on the counter for me to go get it? Can you cash at me? Can you Venmo me? So that way I could bring the, the kids that food, right? I, I think that's a fair way to do it if it's really a financial thing. But Well, the very mom was going to do that because she said her stamp sign came, man, yeah. Did she really say that? Yeah. Okay, but well, how are you feeding the kids in general? So See, that's what we, hey, that, hey, that's what some of the comments were. Like, how are you feeding the kids? In okay, okay. Like, I'm, now, I just want everybody to know. I'm getting the details <laughs> as we talk about it, obviously. But, like, <laughs> it's not that Trey's just refuting me just to refute me. Like, I'm literally getting these details right now. But, like, how are we... Like, yeah, but then we got to have a real so that was another comment. Like, so what the kids doing right now? Yeah, that was another yeah, comment. Yeah, okay, okay, all right. Let, let's, 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 let's boil this down. <laughs> Let, let, let's go. 
let's take this all the way back down, okay? All the way back down. Let's get the finances together first. That's what this all. This is this is what this talk sounded like in general. It sounds like we need to get our money up. That's what it, it sounds like. Him, her, or even as a whole collectively, we have a financial issue. We got to get our bread up. So we got to find. An, it sounds like we need to find another form of revenue at this point to make some money to be able to. Because I feel like if, if if because correct me if I'm wrong, Trey. If money isn't a factor, most people just gonna do it, right? Yeah. Like, it's just not, it's, especially his kids, you know what I mean? Like, it's, and he's not, like, grown kids. He's not, like, 14, 15-year-old. Like, he's kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you, I, you, I've seen a bunch of people, you know, give food to a random kid. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's, it's kids. So, I feel like the situation is more financial. Maybe it's not as petty. Maybe not. No, I think it is petty when you're recording it and doing all that. I mean, now we're just doing it for clout, but. Yeah, and then you want to throw the food on a, on a highway, you know, that's kind of. Yeah, you're doing all that. Now we're just doing all the, the histrionics and stuff like that. What are we doing? But it sounds like it's a financial situation. I'm interested to see the comments now that we talk about it because I've just gotten I've just gotten blindsided with all these details right away. So I don't even know all the situation. But I mean, here's my thing. I just, just listen, kids, man. If you can't, no, no, no. Not even even ser- more serious than that, man. Don't have no kids if you can't afford them. Like try go. not to. I know we had accidents. I know that. Like, try not to. <laughs> Yeah, no, sorry, this is breaking news to a lot of people. You may have or may have not been in an accident. I know no one's told you this, but this is the <laughs> truth. This is the truth. If you, you hey, come we're in, happy accidents, so it's all good. We are very happy accidents, absolutely. We are very happy accidents. And listen, even if your parents don't want to admit it yet, and as much as you annoy them, they're happy you're here. That's okay. They're going to be happy you're here regardless, but it don't mean it was an accident. Well, I that think did. like 80% of us are probably accidents. Oh my god, that's a high percentage. That's a high percentage. <laughs> we, yeah, I don't know. Honestly, I, I don't know. But well, maybe I'm, not accidents, I'm, but we weren't necessarily playing. Yeah, I don't know if I'm at that. Maybe I'm at the point in life I could just ask, right? But I feel like, are they even going to admit it? No, nah, I wouldn't even ask because, like, when you're ready, that face you might get slapped. But how hurt would you be, though, if they told you this in this point in life? I feel like I wouldn't be that hurt. I feel like I wouldn't be that hurt either because I'd be like, yeah, I can see myself doing the same thing. So. Yeah, right. Like it's like okay, like maybe you, okay, maybe you don't tell me this when I'm like ten years old, but you know you're in your twenties, you're an adult. Like it's fine. Like it's fine. It's, it is what it is. You know, maybe that gives you a better reason to to how you should present yourself going forward. But no, man. I mean that that story. I mean, we yeah, we started going over the internet, so we we had to talk about it. But before we before we obviously you know we're gonna talk about basketball trade. But there's so many things I want to talk about with the summer league with basketball in the NBA. However, this is the dead time in the NBA. We don't want to go in detail and hold all the stock into the summer league. So I'm going to tell everybody this as a PSA. I don't care what your guy does in summer league, the guy that your team drafted, it's not going to really mean much. I can go through the statistics to show you the guys who have made the all, you know, you know, Trey, they got the all summer league team, the all summer league first team or whatever. You know, if you go through those lists, these guys are undrafted guys. These guys are a lot of guys that didn't even make rosters. But what I would, what I, what I do want to ask is, you being a Magic fan, and you actually, your team have a number one pick. I know you locked in on Paolo, right? And I know because yeah. you told me. So, it's only been, what, a couple games? Obviously, they, they smoked that lead the other day with Sacramento, but we don't care about what's lost in it. How are you feeling, one, trade? This is what I wanted to ask you, because I actually haven't asked you this before. How are you feeling about Paolo, one? And do you feel any differently? Because I feel like when you see Chet have good games – in the back of your mind, as a Magic fan, you gotta kind of be like, "Dang, did we like you? Do you have that little doubt? Like, did we pick the right guy?" 
I say I might be a little bit biased because I I wanted Chet. That's the main person I wanted, but I that was, was fine your with one Paula. Guy. Yeah, okay. I was fine with Paula, but I wanted to take the risk. It was still a risk and take Chet, but mm-hmm. nonetheless, I was fine with Paula. So I might be a little bit biased, but yeah, you know when you see the other player have a good game as well, you know you're obviously going to do the whole did we take the wrong guy that kind of approach. But everything from what I've seen on Paulo, I've liked everything I've seen. You know the way I treat um summer league is like. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk too much about your highs because I mean some certain people could look like a superstar in summer league. Yeah. And then we know when they get to the real NBA. Yo, Trey Young was shooting like 18% in, in summer league. Like when he was in summer league. And people were like, oh, this guy's gonna be a bust. And then, you know, he's Trey Correct, Young. yeah. So like it I'm not gonna take too much from summer league. But even on that Trey Young example, I do get a bit a little bit worried when I see people kind of struggling in summer league. That does lead me to have a little bit of concern. Like Jabari Smith. I hate to say it, but he just hasn't looked quite as good as Chet or or Paulo yet. And uh, some of his concerns are kind of cropping up, like his lack of ability to be able to uh, dribble the ball. Yep. Him always needed somebody to set himself up since he's not a winning player, just get a rebound and bring the ball up the court. Even Chet Mm -hmm. can do that a little bit. Like it's it's a little bit concerning, but his defense has looked good. So, you know, he has that going for him. Mm. But to be fair, you just made a good point. Those are things we already knew about him coming into the draft. So it shouldn't be like, it's not going to be something that's not like, sometimes I think with summer league, you know, you get to the situation and it's like, you get things that surprise you, right? Like, so for example, Paolo came to come, came in and was like, well, he's a good three-point shooter, but he's not great. Now, if he comes out in summer league and he lights it up, he's efficient. That doesn't mean he's going to be an efficient three-point shooter to start. Doesn't mean that that's still not a concern. I actually think for the Jabari Smith thing, if he's doing everything that you thought he would, and one of the concerns is something that's still a concern in summer league. I think that's okay because the draft was like two weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, I think it's fine for that to like, I think the biggest thing people should look at, and this is goes for like a lot of young players, but especially in basketball, you know, you want to see their growth over the course of the year. Let's see from the first month of the year to month three towards the end of the year. Right. Like you even saw that growth in Jalen green, right? He plays with Jalen green. And that's, and that's a, that's a big thing. And, and I, and Trey, to be honest with you, we've talked about this before, but I mean, I think, that if Jalen Green didn't make that leap the second half of the year, he could have been playing in summer league this year. I think he and could I have know, been a guy. And I agree with summer. you on that. And, and and I and I guess we I know we've talked about this before, but you know, I see certain guys playing in summer league and not playing in summer league. But what's the protocol if you are a GM or a team? Because you know, there's certain, there's a couple guys, you know. Look, I was high on Jalen Suggs and you a magic fan, but he didn't show me enough to not be playing in summer league right now. No, he didn't. So, I mean, well, <laughs> I, I see him with a nice fit in the dunks on and everything, but I was like, um, you and Cole Anthony are not on the same thing at this moment. Cole Anthony doesn't need to be in the summer league, but... Um, and I, Cole I, Anthony has also been in the league more than just a year. Cole Anthony has also been in the league more than a year. So, you know, I'm looking at some of these guys, and I'm like, okay, so, like, what is what is the what, what is the logic here? Like, as a Magic fan, is it a big deal that Jalen Suggs isn't playing in the summer league, or do you not really care, or, you know, how does, how does, how does it look? How does it look for you? I wouldn't mind him being in the summer league, but also Jalen Suggs. I'm not saying he had any significant, but he did kind of struggle with some minor injuries this year. That's so with, with keeping in that in mind, you know, you kind of have to think about does the risk outweigh the reward? Like, let's say James Wise has been somebody that's been hurt, but his team's already a championship level. They don't. They not really. They don't really need him per se. So if he does happen to get hurt in the summer league, it's not the worst thing in the world. Not saying that the Golden State wants that. Of course, they don't want that. Right. But 
they are, they can be willing to take the risk to say, hey, we just need you to get some more reps, some more touches, so you guys can just see what you look like on the court, and we can know what to work on. Now, okay, somebody but, like Josh, Josh Giddy, that surprised me because I really don't know why. He's yeah, out there. I don't know why he's out there either. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie, Trey. I I know this may be the pessimist in me, but I kind of look at some of the guys in the summer league that if I look at a guy and I thought he's like a what do you call it? not like a tweener, but he's like a he's a, he's a fringe guy. Like Jalen Suggs is like a fringe guy. He's like you could send me send me an argument that he should be playing in the summer league, and then you could send me one that he's not. Like this isn't um, you know, Evan Mobley doesn't need to be here. Right or like Scotty yeah. Barnes doesn't need to be here. There's no discussion. Like I, I think Jalen Suggs. I don't think he's a twin. I think he really does need to be playing unless he's just concerned about injuries again. Okay, but w- regardless of what you want to say, like you know, is Franz Walk Franz Walker's not a tweener? No, like you, you pretty much got out what you. So my point is like when I see guys that are like tweeners, I'm like, I don't really want to see you courtside at the game, kind of flexing that you don't have to play in the game with a nice fit. I want to see that for the. Maybe that's the old-fashioned person to me, but I want to see that for the veterans. Like, when I see LeBron and Westbrook and them guys show up, like, yeah, they're the vets. Like, well, Westbrook like, need to be out there, too. Nah, Trey. Nah, no. Nah, I, I will say this. Did you see the clip of him coaching up the guys? Yeah. <laughs> I, I know it crossed your mind, too, because it crossed my mind, too. I'd be like, look at that my face right now. I saw, I saw the clips this past year. I mean, bro, I but, saw you hit the top of the bad boy, but that's a whole other discussion. We're not gonna go there. But yeah, but as I was say, but I think the overall what he's done in the league. I mean, obviously, like we're just joking. Like, I mean, Westbrook yeah, we're joking. Still, like, yeah, we, but, of course, we know he's a Hall of Famer, like top twenty-five. Right. We know, yeah, right, right. But but for the tweener guys, I'm just like, like I'm like, I don't want really to want to see you like on the sideline right now. I'm like, you almost should be here. Like, if a couple guys go down in the summer league, you might have to switch them dunks out for them for the new KDs or the Kyries and get on the court. Like, that's what I'm looking at for some of those guys. So I guess that's the way I look at it. Yeah, like Killian Hayes is still in the summer league, but he needs to be there. Oh, is he still in the summer league? Yeah. Gosh, it's like year three. Right? He hasn't really done a lot. Yeah, he hasn't done a lot. Man, and Cade's definitely not in the summer league. I I don't have, I haven't watched him. No, no, no. I know for sure he's not in the summer league. So, no, I mean, that's interesting. But going back to your point about the the, the rookies, yeah, I don't want to get too high and too low. Like, you know, it's so funny. We watch the Chet games, right? It's like game one, he does all the special stuff. And then game, game two, he literally gets bullied by Kenny Lofton Jr. And it's like, where do you kind of go from these? You know what I mean? When you look at these. But I think, Trey, if I was a Magic fan, I know you kind of disagreed, but I mean, oh, actually, so excuse me, you agreed. I think for most Magic fans, it would kind of hurt to see every time Chet plays well when you're going to look in the regular season and be like, oh, my gosh. Like all the skills that we've talked about. Like, I know you saw that Dirk one-legged fadeaway. You got to be like, dang. You know what I mean? Like, like Chet looks like he could be that guy. But like I said, with the Magic, we don't have the we don't have a track record of having the most, uh, you know, trainable staff. Yeah, like, we just don't – we don't really train players to be, like, superstars. Like, Golden State, they can train up players. The Magic, we're not that great at doing that. So, I don't mind us going for the more kind of fine-tuned product. Yeah, man, it's just it's just really interesting to see how these guys are going to play. But, I mean, overall, in the summer league, I mean, I'm happy to see guys get out there. Like you said, we were surprised about Josh Giddy. Um, I'm not really looking forward too much from it. Honestly, at this point, Trey, it ain't really much to talk about outside of we got to see where KD lands and Kyrie. I mean, I know we've talked about it. W- what's the timetable? Because at this point, Kyrie is going to be in L.A. I just feel like this is going to be happening. Unless they're just so mad that it's just like we're not going to – we're just not going to satisfy your trade request. To get you there, which I could see them doing it. I could see Brooklyn just being like so fed up, like, no, we're not even going to just help you. Like, we're going to cut off our nose to spite our face. Like, we don't care. Will they do the same thing for KD? 
They because, might, but I don't. I think it, I don't think it would necessarily be despite them. I think KD's situation would be a little different. It's like we can't get a we can't get a good trade package for you. We got you for four years. Like we're just not going to trade you for nothing. Well, here's my thing though. I don't actually know the reason why Kevin Durant wants to be traded. It's not very clear to me. I don't know if it's clear to you. I mean, there's speculation yet. Could he be fed up? This and that. But like, obviously, he's gone like zero dark thirty, and he's not talking to anybody from what they the reports have been. But there's not really like a clear indicator. There's been some reports saying he wants to play with Kyrie. There's been some reports saying he doesn't care. So it's like I actually don't even know. This is like the, one of the most baffling things I've seen. I think the experiment just hasn't worked, and I think he just wants to start over. I think it's just that simple. I don't think there's anything deep about it. I just think the experiment hasn't worked. Steve Nash, James Harden, Kyrie, it just hasn't worked, and he just wants to start over. And I don't – if he had Kyrie at a different location, like let's say they were able to team together and go play together in Miami, I think he would be open to that, but I think he just wants to start somewhere new. My, my thing is, what's the point of starting somewhere new if it's still going to be with Kyrie Irving? Because not that – I'm not going to sit here to, and sit here and blame Kyrie Irving like he's like the sole different that they're not successful. But, okay, to be honest with you, and, you know, organizations are different and things like that. Is it the infrastructure that's really the problem, or is Kyrie Irving was a big portion of this here? Like Kyrie Irving is like, the problem, but the infrastructure control him because you think he's doing that in Miami with Pat Riley? I think Kyrie Irving would still not take the vaccine. I know that's like a year. Uh, okay, that he might do that part, but like other things like saying we don't need a coach or, you know, or not having practices like, after the yeah. practice because he was taking the players and – um having them go over the stuff that uh, Steve Nash already went over. So like having his own practices, certain other things that we've heard about that yeah, come out over time. Rolling, yeah. Yeah. That's not rolling. I mean, like, yeah, the vaccine, that might just be one thing where he's not going to, he's not going to fall on the sword. Fine. fine we could deal with that. And, and I just feel like, I, I understand Katie's frustration, but I feel like at this point, wouldn't it just be better to just run it back and with the roster that they're actually putting together? Because you may go somewhere and like, but depending on how much they got to give up, and just like, and then from his legacy perspective, it doesn't look great. You just bouncing around from team to team trying to get something right, especially when you want to go down as one of the guys of all time, one of the best ever. Yeah, from a legacy perspective, it doesn't look the greatest. But at the same time, too, from a basketball perspective, we got to keep, we got to keep in mind they did get sweeped in the first round. They got swept in the first round, so like, he might just be looking at too as a thing like oh, our team just not good enough, which might be the case. As crazy as it sounds. But is this team not good enough? I mean, you get Joe Harris back. I mean, without going into details, they made a couple moves. You know, I don't know. I mean, with Kyrie Irving and him in a full year, because when they did play together, they were a top four seed in the East before, you know, the injury to KD, you know, yeah. I mean, and stuff like that. Well, actually, sorry, Kyrie wasn't playing yet, so I shouldn't say that. So. No, so they were, number, they were number one with him and James Harden together. Right. And then KD got injured, and then Kyrie came back, and then they kind of fell off the rails, yes. Right. Yeah, so we don't really know, but. Honestly, you know, we're going to keep keeping tabs on that, obviously, because that's a huge story. And he may go to the Heat. And the day he goes to the Heat, yeah, we're doing an emergency pod. So that's for sure <laughs> what happened. But uh, before we get out of here, Trey, I did want to touch on a little bit of music. You know, obviously, we talked about Drake's album, which, by the way, Trey, just want to point it out. I was a, bit, I was a fan of it. I've listened I to it even more. I, I, it's growing. It's definitely growing on me. And I've heard some people say it's growing on them, things like that. And, and, I, and somebody brought it up a good point, you know, a lot of people are just listening to hip hop and R&B, right? Like, I guess typically some of Drake's audience. So, you know, if they don't necessarily always dabble into house music or different genres, your ear is not even looking for something like that. So I think once you get over that hump, you can kind of like the album a little bit more. That's just how I'm feeling about it. But 
I've just heard that sentiment. I don't know if you've heard anything different, but um, that's something that I've heard about in the album. But I did want to get to another album that dropped a couple weeks ago. It was Chris Brown's album, uh, Breezy. I think it was maybe a week, almost two weeks ago now. Obviously, the numbers were just okay. You know what I mean? Not typical Chris Brown numbers where he's number one in everything, right, and dominating the charts. Basically came out and made a quote and said that, hey, man, he thinks a part of the reason his album isn't selling because th- people only really care about what he's got going on when there's negativity and, you know, it's, you know, bad press type of situation. That's when they hit him up. And, you know, that was basically a sentiment. Now, my question to you is on one, I think, I know you probably didn't listen to that album, but do you think there's any credence to that? And obviously we all are aware of the Chris Brown situation that's happened back in the day with Rihanna, but just in general, you think that's something that still exists with people in the back of their minds or just, you know, Chris Brown's had been in other things lately or in the years as well, too, that may have contributed to his album not performing as well. No, I think the, I'm just my honest opinion why that album hasn't performed well. <clears throat> Chris Brown has been around for what, 10 plus years, maybe even 15? Oh, he's got to be. I, I mean, we're probably going close to 20 years. Okay, maybe 20. Yeah. I think people just gotten tired of him. Like, they just moved on. Like, everybody can't be Drake. For whatever reason, Drake has been able to stand around and be able to, like, stand the test of time. I don't know what that's about, but he has. But even Lil Wayne, like, do people really still buy Lil Wayne albums anymore? He doesn't really drop. He doesn't. Okay, so let me refer that. One, he doesn't drop as much. And remember, Lil Wayne, Lil Wayne did have a, you know, we know his, why he wasn't dropping, the whole contract situation with that. So that, that I feel like that's a little different, right? Like, I feel like he did, there was a time where we would But even when he, his features used to be popping, like, when he was in a feature, everybody used to try to go get... Like, nobody says that, like, oh, Lil Wayne's in his feature. I got to go listen to it. Nobody says that anymore. Okay, but what do we say that about that way anyway? The way technology works and how music is so readily accessible, my only pushback to that is we're off everything in two seconds in this in this culture, no matter what it is. Like, it could be the best album of the year. I mean, what do we – I mean, we were just talking about Kendrick's album. That was a high-performing album. We're off of it now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we just move on that quickly in, in the type of culture. And the, my second thing to the Chris Brown thing, my only pushback is he is popping sometimes because, I mean, what? He just had the Go Crazy track with Young Thug that was, like, viral, right? Like, you know, he's had, like, a couple of singles here and there that's featured that people still seem to care about what he's doing. But as an official body of work, do you really think it's just because he just fell off? Because I, I do feel like there's some portion of it that there's some people that are just, like, you know, not feeling Chris Brown. I, I do know a segment of people, women and men, that are just not a fan of Chris Brown because of some stuff in his past in general that, I mean, really haven't listened to him you know, since a lot of that stuff has gone down anyway. So, you know, there, there is that included in that. So I, I don't know, I don't know, but I don't know. I think his previous albums, even after the Rihanna situation to now have still performed well, but I, I mean, I don't know if there's like a significant, I don't know if there's too big of a reason either way is what I'm getting at. I mean, listen, I think I'd be naive not to say that there wasn't a little bit of influence from that, but like I said, I just don't think that's the end all be all. I think at the end of the day, a lot of it just is, Hey, you've been around for 20 plus years. People are really aren't going to go out of their way to hear your album anymore. Like even Jay-Z, another one who's his name's still popular among, amongst the gang. But people aren't going to go out of their way to listen to a Jay-Z album, at least not like they did in his heyday. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that he's a bad rapper. It doesn't mean he even fell off, per se. I'm talking about from a lyrical content standpoint or from his skill standpoint. Right. It just means that people are just like, hey, we just moved on. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And, you know, the thing I think about with Chris Brown is, you know, it's also a different generation. Like, we grew up in a generation, and it sounds crazy, it sounds like we're old, but we grew up in a generation 
with like, I guess R&B was still existing, whether you want to talk about like the Chris Brown, the Neo type of vibe, right? Like that, like, you know, late, early, late 2000s, right? Even if you... Yeah, that's a great point. So that segment of music existed to us. Like we looked at it as, and correct me if I'm wrong, Trey, as a separate thing. You know, it was like hip hop. We had our, we had our hip hop artists, you know, where there's like T.I., Gucci, Lil Wayne, you know, the Drakes and all that, Rick Ross. And then you have like, you know, your separate, like I said, your Neo, Usher, your Trey songs, Chris Usher. Brown. Yeah. There you go. Trey songs. I'm, I know I'm, I'm going to, when you're doing this, I'm always going to miss people, but you know, we grew up in a segment of that. So I feel like now, and we've talked about this on previous, previous music pods, it's kind of just all like a mosh posh. You know, you got like your hip hop artists doing a lot of, um, like singing or a lot of like auto tune and a lot of, I shouldn't say auto tune, but doing a lot of like uh, melodic type of stuff. Maybe that's the best word to put on it. Remember Chris Brown even went to doing a lot of rapping for a while too. Right. Like just trying to like make himself um, accessible in different ways. So I think that's just a part of it too. There's not like a core, like for right now. I mean, I don't really listen to anything R and B per se. I know there's a couple guys, you know, a couple guys and gals out there. I mean, I know there's like um, um, the Daniel Caesars and division and um, you know, um, I'm missing a couple names, but I'm her, right? Like there's a couple people out there that are like still keeping it alive. But for the most part, it's it's definitely not as popular as it was before in terms of like, at least in this social media age. And I actually don't know what the reason for that is. We've never talked about this, but I don't know if you have any clue to that. Uh, no, I just think like, I just think it's the mixture of like hip hop and R&B have almost become synonymous as far as the sound goes. I think like artists like Drake have made it where the lines are so blurred now that they just look at one and the same. Right. Right. And, and even in the production and, uh, the, excuse me, the production end of it and, and stuff like that, people are getting, and maybe it's a good thing. You know, guys are getting more creative, right. And like putting these things together. And, and I think it produces really, really good music, but it kind of like blurs that line. Like you said, that's a, that's a really good point. Uh, I'm interested to see if the album, you know, how it does going forward since he said that maybe do you think that's kind of a ploy too? He may, may get a couple people to listen to. Are you going to listen to it? No. <laughs> well, what's your reason for not listening? Not because of his comment, just in general, or? Like, I just don't, I mean, like, I hate to sound like this, but it's 2022. I just don't want to hear Chris Brown. <laughs> what does that mean? But I just, that just means, like, I'm, I'm not going out of my way. Like, I just heard enough of Chris Brown at this point. And his outside stuff doesn't help my perspective at all. But like I've just heard enough of Chris Brown at this point. I'm like, I really don't. I'm not going out of my way to hear him. Well, you already hear Trey is not listening to Chris Brown unless he's featured in a Drake song. I'm sure at some point he'd listen to it then. So, yeah. <laughs> but, but but anyway, man, we want to get out of here. But I want to thank everybody so much for joining us. Um, I hope you guys like the content. Of, Kurt, of course, like I said in the beginning, this is your first time, your second time, 100th time. Thank you. We can't thank you enough. Please go ahead and like and subscribe on Apple and Spotify. Leave a review. Let us know what you think. Give us a five-star rating. If you want to give us a one-star, that's fine too. Just give us a rating, right? So do appreciate you guys so much for joining us. We got more content coming up. We're going to be dropping back on our regularly scheduled program. We got a lot of things to talk about. We got football season. You know, obviously we're going to keep talking about basketball and we're going to keep talking about what the people want to hear. But I'll swing it to Trey before we get out of here. Uh, like you said, please like and subscribe. Uh, hope everybody has a great week. Until next week, peace. Peace.